Welcome to The Real Deal, where God, His purposes, and His people are celebrated. I'm Rachel Inouye, bringing you encouragement through real life, people, and their stories. It's The Real Deal. Hey, let's get started. I have with me two of my friends, Brian and Stephanie Vaughn, and I looked back, you guys were on the podcast in 2021, three years ago. Three years ago, May of 2021. So if you want to hear their stories... Like separately, you can look that up because they were very heartfelt and and fun, and lots of people have listened. So I don't want you to feel like you have to just represent yourself, your kind of family or whatever right now. But I might get choked up, but I want you to know we're going to do rapid fire questions, but we're not going to do them for each. Okay. You're one, so I'm just going to, so we go faster. Okay. Um, and do we know what the questions are? In no, advance? rapid fire. You just got to think about it. <laughs> you can be so good. But I, I want you to know that. To me, you guys are family, mm-hmm. and Stephanie and I encourage each other, bless each other, pray for each other, fight like sisters, and <laughs> I just appreciate who you are in my life. You are you are the real deal. I wouldn't have you on if I thought you were fake. <laughs> and Brian, you're like a brother, separated by birth That's by right. different mothers. We have weird, quirky things. We even have the same, same bunions. Toes. <laughs> same bunions. Same bunions. Same bunions. Same <laughs> yeah, separated at birth. Yeah, yeah, we have lots of things. But in the kingdom... You are a person that's physically fit. Stephanie's physically fit. Her physique is wonderful. But you are in the kingdom as well. You stay fit. You like to be, you know, working out in the sense of reading your Bible and being in the spiritual disciplines. And I really appreciate that about you. And Brian, I feel like you are Velcro. You bring people to you and then they never want to rip away from you. You maybe sort of want to send them off, but you're like, just immediately like a fly strip. You know how the flies go in there. They're stuck there. You're that way with people. You collect people. People feel safe around you. They are drawn to you. And that's a gifting that comes from the Lord. And you both represent Jesus to me in very, very special ways. So thank you for your time. I know... We're all on vacation. You guys could be on the sun right now, so let's hurry. Because, no, I'm kidding, but I appreciate you giving your time. I really, really do. So rapid-fire questions. I don't want this to take too long, but the people that know the real deal kind of expect it. So I'm starting with you, Stephanie. Ladies first. Would you say you are coffee or tea? Coffee. Brian, dog, cat, either, neither? Uh, dog. Morning bird or night owl, Steph? Morning bird. Night book, owl. Book, <laughs> I know. Sorry. Books <laughs> or movies? No, uh, movies. Movies. <laughs> Silence or music? Wait a minute, I'm going. I'm, I'm kind of going to books though these days. Mm. Oh, less yeah. and less movies. Well, that's, that's true because there's not very good movies out anymore. That's right, and yeah. I have seen you read more even yeah. this time. Okay, so silence or music, Steph? Music. Leaned in or laid back, Brian? Mm, leaned in. Okay. Yeah. Shower or bath, Steph? Shower. Driver or passenger? Either. Okay. Do you like to eat at home or dine out? When I'm here in Florida, I yeah. like to eat at home because it's so beautiful and yeah, the yeah, view yeah, is yeah, so yeah, lovely. Yeah. But at, but at our house, probably dine out more. Yeah, I think I know your answer, Brian. But would you consider yourself an introvert or extrovert? I'm an extrovert when I'm in the ministry side of things, and I don't mind standing in my garage and being an introvert. And that sounds kind of weird. I just like to stand in my garage. <laughs> <laughs> don't come in here. I'm, I'm introverting in my garage. <laughs> No, I, I like to go in and organize down in the tool room and make a project. So yeah. the introvert part is recharging to me. Yeah. You know, I didn't say this to you when I started, but I would also feel like the way you are meticulous with things, and we joke, it could be OCD, but I don't think it's clinically, so I don't want to make fun of anybody who's clinically. But I think there's sort of that way in the kingdom, too. You're precise about things. You care about things. You want them be, to be done with excellence, and that's a, that's a gifting of yours. So it may manifest in courts. <laughs> <laughs> but it also manifests in the kingdom and like a man of excellence. You just want it done right and you will do it over 
I think that's a way to give God your best. Whatever you're going to do, do it for the glory of God. So I see that in you, and I really appreciate Thank it. Thank you for affirming that. No, I really do. I see that in you. Okay, so today, I know that this is the real deal, and you had one um, years ago, but just, we don't need to go into it, but just right now, who's settling in your heart? Because we're going to switch a corner in a minute. We're going to kind of talk about children, children in the missions field, you guys recently having to send kids off and then another one coming but right now who's an example of the real deal just in your heart brian um you mean just not a family member doesn't have to be could be somebody is authentically being who they are and it's affecting you in some way oh uh there's a couple of men in my men's groups who who have confided in me with mm-hmm. some issues in their lives and yeah. i'm like that's real yeah that's real and they're they're needing some help mm. with it you know mm-hmm. so yeah yeah, one of them just texted me yesterday yeah. in a bad way. He, he's in a bad way because okay. of some choices. So yeah. that's real. That's very real. Mm-hmm. And we support that because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. nobody can do it without being able to reach out to somebody. Yeah, and he said it in the midst of the small group meeting on Wednesday nights that, that when we meet. And he said, guys, I'm, hey, I really kind of fell off the wagon the other yeah. day and I'm really wrestling with drinking. And you felt the whole the circle change like, Okay, I didn't know that, but now I'm not the only guy that has issues. Yeah, Mm -hmm. with anything, whether it's drinking or other things. Yeah, Yeah, so I appreciated that. Mm And that's the real deal. Mm -hmm. Stephanie, somebody in your mind right now? Well, I'm going to say my husband. Yeah. I'm in your mind? He's in my mind right this moment. It'll it'll go (laughs) soon, quickly. But (laughs) I would say you, Brian. Oh, more and more. Oh, I mean, you've you. always been the real deal, but more and more, there's a there's you you said yeah. settled. Who's settled yeah. in your mind? He's settled, and you know you you can wear your black socks and shorts, <laughs> and, just and, like Michael and necklace, clip clip on reader glasses, and you don't care. <laughs> They're my favorite. What anybody thinks? <laughs> click on, click off, <laughs> and hang them around your neck. <clears throat> yeah, and for so many other reasons, but just very, very settled and comfortable in your, in, skin. In your skin. Yeah, that's a, that's a, yes, I would you. say so too. Yes. And your grandkids have to love the glasses. Oh, yeah. It's like Favorite Papa's signature. Ever. I clean these things 28 times a day. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Let me see your glasses. <laughs> oh, great. Now, now, they, now you're going to need them. Now i got to clean them again. You won't need to use them. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Well, I really... <laughs> So let's keep on that vein. So family, you have some things that you are going through currently. I mean, it's fresh, and I don't know exactly when this will air, but it'll be a little time from now. Sure. But I want to know, first of all, a memory, a thought, a rhythm, a family trip, something that you guys tell about the Vaughns. Like, is I don't want to call any kid out in case it's a story or a funny thing about them, but do you ever say something about your family time to people? Like a, a Vaughn story. A family time? Think, well, we tried. We tried, we tried family time. Family <laughs> time years ago, and it always blew up. It ended with a fight. Cody <laughs> Arrow! Family time's over! He's the storyteller in the group. Right, but, everyone. Yeah, that's exactly. That's a perfect story. Yeah. Trying to teach you about Jesus here. Now Get listen. Out. This is a bowl, and it's got stuff in it. <laughs> Curtis, Jake. Yeah, we did one. I've told her from the stage, and I say, in case you're going to exalt us, I need you to know we did one. Out of the book. We squeeze the toothpaste out. You can't get it back in once you've said your words, you know, the whole right, thing. Right, right, right. I mean, it was... <laughs> Andrew's Always so a disaster. Mad because he didn't get the $20. He could figure it out. <laughs> we tried it. Okay, we tried it. We even had a theme song. 
Okay. Oh, did you did you guys well, write it? No. <laughs> the idea was when when you hear the song, play it out. You got That's it. That's the signal. It's time for family time. Play. Saddle up your horse. So Curtis, oh my, our, God, oldest. our oldest, he 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 said we we should have we should have created like a sitcom opening theme where you can it's kind of like you know enters the older brother theme ends up saddle up starts out saddle up your horses and you see all the kids each in their own Rose, area like Brady <laughs> stop what they're doing and then Kurt you know and then here's Curtis hey. It's fun, and then Jake playing with Legos. Because <laughs> it's family. The time. girls playing with their dolls. Oh, it's family time! Oh, cool! <laughs> Never went that way. Never went that way. <laughs> and then they all come down to the kitchen. Okay, <laughs> stop it! Get it out! Okay, scene's yeah. over. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. so good. Wow. <laughs> so, so that's so good. I can Curtis picture. To describe it. I, wow. I, I yeah. picture all of it. Yes. So, without pigeonholing somebody, mm-hmm. tell me some of the things you know about your kids. Like, you don't have to say Jake is the da da da, but like, do you have a? I don't know. You have lots of musicians, but I mean, gosh, do you have a the funny one? Do you have the storyteller? Do you have the introvert? Oh you my have gosh. the domineering one. You know. Well, and the interesting the question it's hard to answer that question yeah. because who they are now, sure, versus who they were yeah. then, raising them. Yep, yep. Um, but the comedian was definitely courteous. Curtis. Curtis. Yeah. Curtis yeah. is and was oh, the he's comedian. straight up funny. He's, he's hilarious. Up and he funny. doesn't mean to be. He's just naturally well he's kinda of like, yeah. like his dad. Yeah. Right? Yeah, but but even all the kids, I think I, I laugh I, I most genuinely laugh when our kids make us laugh. Yes. When we yes. make us, and when our close close people yes. make us laugh. Yeah. But he is the comedian. Oh yeah. yeah. And Maddie Maddie is um or was, is was, I would say I think about even in my own family when there's a certain siblings here. Oh, good, they're here. It kind She's of kind of got calming presence. Calming presence. Yeah. I would yeah. say that's Maddie. They all have that too, but there's that calming presence with Maddie. Sorry, I'm speaking the most. And Becca cares for everyone. Becca, yeah. Becca, Becca feels sits down for everyone. And, yeah, tell me how you're feeling, mm-hmm. kind of like Andrew. Yeah, right? yeah. And then Jake's just, he's just easy. Happy, go lucky, yeah. easy, easy to helpful be with. servant. Yep. Yeah. 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 And I know that's more narrow than they really are, but that totally. really helps because I think they do have that role. Mm-hmm. And then the family is the family when you have all of that right. together. Yeah. So you've recently been experiencing lots of family time where you've had everybody yeah. and everybody in the same like general vicinity, like within 30 minutes of each other, yeah. sort of, right? Mm-hmm. Or 40 minutes of yeah. each other or whatever. And that's shifting and changing. So... I know that you guys prepared something for the supporters of your kids who were going off, and you paid maybe family and friends were all there. I don't know exactly, but I would love for you to share how that night happened for you, what that felt like in your heart, or even read what you had, because I might frame the rest of what I was kind of thinking about doing, but sure. I don't want it to be like, you might have said something in there. So if you either want to read it or touch on it, did you guys do it together? Yeah, I mean, we just, we came up and they asked us to say a few words, and Stephanie just led so well. And yeah. that thing that you wrote was yeah. just like, amen, be yeah. done. That was perfect. Yeah. Well, I would love for you to read it, or you could read it at some point in time if it feels more natural, but I want to hear it because <laughs> I wasn't is, there. This is as it relates to Drake and Maddie yes. and even Curtis and Abby. Curtis is our oldest. Maddie's our second. They and their spouses getting ready to, one has already left, one's getting ready to leave on the mission field indefinite full time. Yeah, and... 
if I think about it, sometimes I'm hearing people either in the church that we used to go to for 20 years, you'd always hear the missionaries come back, and we called them field workers now because mm-hmm. they did. So they'd come back, and we'd hear their stories and what they're what they're thinking about next. But not often did we get the backside, <clears throat> maybe from the parents yes. or the siblings of somebody mm-hmm. who's gone away. And I think this is going to be beneficial. Mm-hmm. So, and the time span between when you send off the first two, the next one is only how many months? Uh, <clears throat> well, they July. yeah, July. So just a short a short mm-hmm. season before you send off another. Mm-hmm. So, but I do want to say too that all of the kids, by God's grace, are active in ministry. Yeah, Stephanie and I were talking about that. Whether you're on the field as yep. a field worker, you could be talking to anybody and God has put you there to influence those people in yeah. here. That's Drake and, or, uh, Ethan and <clears throat> Becca. Becca's our third, married to Ethan. They're active in their church. Ethan's in the marketplace ministry and the secular side of, of things and business and um, they have an impact. And so I oh, really love sure. it. Jake, mm-hmm. you know, Jake on staff at Grace uh, in youth ministry and, and also in the military being a presence yeah. there, you know, yeah. so. Yeah. You're the on, lines you're are blurring. It's not like these are the exalted right. missionaries. They're exactly. on the field. Although I do think they have a different set of sacrifices that they go through. Yeah. And so there's a set apartness. Yeah. Yes. Sure. But I, I think you're right. So, yeah. Steph, whatever you want to share before you read it, even. Sure. If you feel like. So just just for the listeners yeah. to, to understand, we um, last, what, three two weeks ago, our kids, um, our two oldest sets of kids, who are going on mission, like overseas, had a had a joint commissioning send off. Okay, um, for with their supporters and mm-hmm. prayer partners, and they they both got up as couples individually as couples and kind of shared their story and their vision and their plan, and then they had asked us to come to follow them mm-hmm. and kind of speak on behalf of parents yeah. sending. And in our case, at first we were kind of nervous, like. Well, what about the other parents? Mm. And they just said, well, our, we're a little more unique because the other parents are sending one. We're sending two cu- yes. two kids and yes. their spouses. And so and six of our eight grandkids, yeah. right? Seven of our nine coming up in March. Yes. Yeah, because Abby will have yeah. <clears throat> But let me interject. Sorry, okay. one second. Sorry. How was it for you guys when you saw your kids stand up and present? What was that moment like? When you oh. heard Drake and Maddie or you heard Curtis and Abby? It, and you're sitting you there. You just sit there and go, we've learned We've learned so much from our kids now. Like, they're mentoring us. I, they're shepherding us. Right? Yeah. We just sit back and just kind of go, All of them. Thank mm-hmm. you, God. And, and those two in particular, I mean, all of them, but those two in particular, because we're talking about the mission stuff, they were high school sweethearts. Mm-hmm. And we watched their relationship, <laughs> you know, go from, oh my goodness, should they really be getting married? Should they be hanging out together? To here they are. Yeah. You know, fast forward yeah. and... Yeah, just just really that's a touched. neat moment. Yeah, that's a really neat moment. Mm-hmm. Okay, go so, ahead and share from so, your side. So when we were asked to share, as you as listeners can hear or see already, Brian's the storyteller yeah. and the public speaker. <laughs> I'm not. You're great. Not true. But but God, but I asked the Lord if you want me to say something. Yes. Make it clear. Yeah. And I literally woke up in the morning, the crack of dawn. And, and it was just like this was downloaded in on my heart. Yep. And so I just started writing it all out. And how do you read that? It? It's like point two five. <laughs> I know. Font. The font is tiny, and I couldn't figure out it's on pages on our map, yeah, yeah, and yeah. I couldn't figure out how to make the font bigger. But I've got my reading. Yeah, my readers. So it's it's just easier to read it, and this is what I this is what I God love it. That's what I love. So here we go. It's about five minutes. That's fine. Okay. okay. I always admired missionaries and their families. 
My parents are quite missional minded and we attended this amazing church and we attend this amazing church that we've been part of sending and celebrating incredible people over the years and hearing miraculous stories of God's goodness. We got a taste of sending our own daughter, Becca, when she went with YWAM for six months after high school graduation. I cried every day for the first week, then slowly adjusted to her being gone because, after all, she was just taking a gap year. Felt a little better. Then, toward the end of 2020, Drake and Maddie came to us and told us God had called them, along with our first grandchild at the time, to East Africa. All the years of celebrating missionaries, listening to stories, thinking it was so honorable and amazing to be part of that world, and suddenly we were those people. I wish I could say I rejoiced immediately and sent them on their way in full celebration. I recall a time when a dear friend of mine bumped into me shortly after the news broke, and she told me how amazing it was that they were going. She wasn't the only one. There were lots of other well-meaning people who initially celebrated the news without giving a thought to the family members who were being left behind. Other things were happening in our life at that time that represented loss, and that was what this was. It was a loss. That's when the Lord began to take me on a journey of understanding what it means to live a crucified life. The words of my husband were also echoing in the back of my mind, challenging me to ask the Lord, what is he doing in me rather than why is this happening to me Mm. throughout this whole journey? After all, the Lord says in his word, he who began a good work in me is faithful to bring it to completion. So I read, I read, and I read, continue to read, and apply scriptures like rejoice always, pray without ceasing, give thanks in all circumstances, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. Or do not be anxious about anything, but in everything, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your request to God, and the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Or for our light and momentary troubles are achieving for us an eternal glory, That far outweighs them all. So we fix our eyes not on what is seen, but on what is unseen. Since what is temporary, since what is seen is temporary, but what is unseen is eternal. Jesus' own words began to jump off the page and literally stab me in the heart. I didn't want to apply it. Here here come the tears. Yeah. (laughs) I didn't want to apply it to myself. But I am his follower, so I had to. And I have to. And I get to. Passages like Matthew 12, while he was still speaking to the people, behold, his mother and his brothers stood outside asking to speak to him. But he replied to the man who told him, who is my mother and who are my brothers? And stretching out his hand toward his disciples, he said, here are my mother and my brothers. For whoever does the will of my father in heaven is my brother and my sister and my mother. Or another passage, Matthew, do not think I have come to bring peace on the earth, to the earth. I have not come to bring peace, but a sword. For I have come to set a man against his father, and a daughter against her mother, and a daughter against, a daughter-in-law against her mother-in-law. And a person's enemies will be those of his own household. Whoever loves father or mother more than me is not worthy of me. Whoever loves son or daughter more than me is not worthy of me. And whoever does not take his cross and follow me is not worthy of me. Whoever finds his life will lose it, and whoever loses his life for my sake will find it." ouch. (laughs) Am I going to do his will? Am I going to prevent my own family members from doing his will? Do I want to be an enemy in my own household by preventing my own family members from doing his will? Another verse, behold, children are a heritage from the Lord, the fruit of the womb a reward. Like arrows in the hand of a warrior are the children of one's youth. Blessed is the man whose quiver is filled with them. 
And our pastor had described the arrows. I had it written in my Bible, have it written in my Bible, that our children are like this, the arrows. Our children need to be shaped. And I had, yeah, got this. Mm. Sharpened. Yep. Mm-hmm. Armed. Go to Awana. Memorize scripture. Go share, <laughs> make disciples mm. in the mall, at school, and on a short-term yeah. missions trip. And then released. Yep. And that part I was like, I don't like that part. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> God, do I love my family more than I love you? Forgive me. Because I probably had that little switched. Thank you for the gift of my kids and my grandkids. Thank you for reminding me that's what they are. They're a gift from you. And by the way, releasing isn't so easy when they're married and have children of their own. I thought it would be easy once they're out of the house. <laughs> it was still still a challenge, but he's worked in our heart, my heart and our heart. So fast forward three years, and here we are with another set of our kids and seven out of almost nine grandkids leaving to follow God's call overseas. So as we speak right now, yeah. one set just arrived over in the Middle East mm-hmm. to their new location with three grandkids. Our first grandson. Yeah. And two adorable granddaughters. And now this next set are leaving to um, Southeast Asia, mm-hmm. probably in early July mm-hmm. with our second grandson and three yeah. granddaughters. Yeah. So I have a choice. I can live in self-pity and denial, or I can thank the Lord that my kids love God and want to obey him and then begin to ask the Lord to open my eyes to the world around me and to notice the needy and lost around me. Mm. Don't misunderstand we wouldn't choose this, but we consider our kids because we consider our kids some of our best friends. Mm-hmm. But we're we're grateful that the Lord is doing a work in our hearts mm-hmm. to let them go. So my challenge to those of you who are either in our shoes or have kids still at home who are talking about the mission field, and really any of us, because God only knows our future plans, not us. So ask to ask the Lord how He wants to use you and thank Him for how mm-hmm. He's using your kids. And also, we have through this, we found great joy um, engaging with our kids about yeah. their experience. Yeah. And if, if, so now I'm not reading what's on my page. If, if the Lord hadn't been doing this work, or if I hadn't allowed the Lord to do this work in my heart, it could be so tense, and we wouldn't be able to celebrate and have conversations with our kids about their, what the Lord's calling them to do. Mm-hmm. And so we get to engage with them. Mm-hmm. We get to be a part mm-hmm. of it. And it is it is bringing us great joy. Mm-hmm. That's profound, Stephanie. It so. really is. All those verses that God brought to you are because they aren't just words on the page. They're words for life. They're yeah. things that will get you through. They're things that are a mindset that will shift if you rejoice always, pray without ceasing, yeah. give thanks in all circumstances. Yeah. Those kinds of things. Um, what's interesting to me is what you shared is a lot of what I was thinking to ask you guys. Like, mm. what is that like? What do you have to grapple with first on the inside in order to release? The arrow is a big deal. Mm-hmm. That's really a big thing. Mm-hmm. Arrows don't have any purpose unless they're sent to do something, you know, just collecting them in the quiver right. so you have a good collection. Right. It's very different than what is the arrow supposed to be sent to do and what's the target for that arrow. Yeah. So that's very, very profound. Yeah. I'm really glad you shared it. So... There was a few spots that hit you, and I think that's Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. So some of it is just being able to bless your kids. And I know if I feel like I'm doing something that maybe Michael didn't wouldn't like, I would feel like I have to hide it, right? Mm-hmm. Or if your parents have a child that's hiding, it's because they know the parents aren't for it. 
you don't have to do that with your kids. They will come out and talk about it because they don't feel like, oh, I wish you weren't doing this. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I'm saying? They're right. going to be a lot more forthcoming yes. with their information because they know you're supportive. Right. Doesn't mean it's easy. No. But you're supportive. Mm-hmm. That's For really sure. key. Well, remember what you said as we were driving along um, as it relates to like baby dedications and what God kind of showed you? Yeah. Because he's a pastor at our <clears throat> church. Yes. Yeah, it was just like, I think, the Sunday before the send off for Drake and Maddie and Curtis and Abby that we had baby dedications at Grace. Mm. You know, we've done them, right? Yeah, yeah. Our kids. Yeah. Let's get all together and there's, you know, 20 families on the stage and let's pray over them and there's a party that wants to at the next dedication turn around to all those families and go, are you sure you want to do this? Mm. Because it's warm and fuzzy to go, God, just yeah. bless them, help yeah. them, let their friends and interact. Yeah. But when we dedicate our kids mm-hmm. to the Lord for his service, mm-hmm. what happens when he calls them yeah. out of your house yeah. to another country yeah. indefinitely where you might not ever see them again yeah. or it be for a long period of time? Mm-hmm. You know, Maddie said when they, when they left some years ago, the first time, it was the night before they were flying out. And uh, we had to go run a quick errand, and so Maddie hopped in the car with me. And it was the it was the evening before they left the next morning. And we I'll never forget it. We out of our neighborhood, we stopped at the stop sign, and Maddie said, "Dad, I don't know if we're coming back." I was like, "Yeah." And then she said, "You know, we're all gonna die." You know, yeah. so are we sure we want to dedicate our yeah, kids yeah, to the yeah, Lord yeah. to that end? Yeah. So we <clears throat> we celebrate it now and yeah. and and still I don't, lament is maybe not the right word, but it's still painful. Well, it's a loss. It's, it's a, a loss. It's a loss of your maybe daily encounters and family situations. So it would be weird. It would mean you don't love somebody if you didn't notice their absence. Mm -hmm. That would be odd. Mm -hmm. Of course, you're going to have grieving parts for sure. Right. And it doesn't even have to do with going on the mission field. Mm -mm. When kids leave and Mm -hmm. cleave, Mm -hmm. you said this a couple months ago. We we talked about how we often say, Ethan and Becca got married. Ethan, welcome to the family. That came from Rachel. (laughs) Welcome to the family. No. You're starting your own. Go do your family. Yeah. We love you. Mm-hmm. You and Becca, you go. That's right. And we're like, ooh. I know. So when dads give daughters away, yeah. you're giving give them away. away. Yeah. When yeah. sons walk the aisle to marry their mm-hmm. wife, they're walking and leaving and cleaving. Yep. Yeah. And it's the healthiest thing. Right. But and it's I, not easy because our world does child-centered parenting and everybody has to be folded into your ways. Yes. That's not really true. Stay connected. Stay yeah. connected. Well, there's yeah. a way to stay connected yeah. and not be imbalanced, not be yeah. dysfunctional. Yeah. What do you guys do to be you <clears throat> as a couple? I mean, I know you have electric bikes and things like that. But things, <laughs> as of things, this year. Things where summer. the kids say, mom and dad are okay. Because we know that sometimes once people leave and cleave and are gone, the parents fizzle. They divorce yeah. or whatever because they never worked on them. And mm-hmm. so that's the danger of staying too connected to children mm-hmm. because maybe you feel like well that's your only thing but you guys do things together and mm-hmm. what are some because your kids are going to look back and go that makes me feel secure yeah mom and dad are still together yeah yeah i think they would look at us and go they're boring because <laughs> <laughs> we, we laughed about it a couple of weeks ago You're not boring what do you do <laughs> we have the exact same routine every, every day. day but doesn't that happen to empty nesters yeah I mean, yeah. 
We, you don't think it's going to happen, but then when it's just the two of you in the house, you just yeah. get up and you do it's the same Groundhog thing every day. day. <laughs> every day. <laughs> Phoebe from Friends wins. She gets up 10, 15 minutes before I do. Then I roll out of bed and I come around the corner with my coffee and she's at the table reading her book. My, we're like, did we just do this yesterday? <laughs> is this today or is this yesterday? What day is it? <laughs> It's boring. No. <laughs> we like to hang out together. We do. We do this. Yeah. We do this. Yeah. Our annual, yeah. sometimes semi, uh, biannual trip yeah. with you guys down here in the Flums. Yeah. And bike riding when it's not winter, yeah. which is only half a year. Yeah. Just hang out. Scooters. Scooters. Scooter ride on the nice weather. Mm-hmm. Yep. Once again. Movies. We just hang out. We yeah. do. Take walks. We do. Yeah. We aren't that exciting. Sorry. We're not adventure no, no, seekers. But, but I think what you are is you're showing that... You, you can do your own routines, yep. so you're on your own. It's not always coming together, but then you do things together. Yeah. Some and people don't. They just begin to live you separate. Know, separate. And yeah. I think, too, having purpose, even just as a guy, with um, with guy friends, of course, but with other men in men's groups, you with mm-hmm. your ladies' Young groups, mm-hmm. where you got like soulmate guys, soulmate ladies, mm-hmm. where you're either pouring into or they're like pouring over yep. you. Yep. yep. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then you splash all over onto each other because yep. you're rich for yeah. going out. Yeah. Like Michael will be like, "Aren't you going to go have coffee?" Because I have too many words. Yeah. So I have too many words <laughs> for him. But he loves if I meet with other people because they listen to me and I listen to them, yes. and we I come away recharged yes. in some ways. You and know? he's yes. helping people every day, all day, where he every works. day. So Same he doesn't you, just have one another person that he's got to be on for. Right. You know I mean? He loves if I just sit beside him and don't say <laughs> anything. <laughs> It just if we're on our phones together, if we're reading a book together, I mean separate but in the same room. Yeah, he'll lean over. Oh, I just love you, babe. I'm like, we haven't oh. said a word, but it's to him that's just really important. Yeah. So I think that brings security to kids. I, I really do. I think mm-hmm. it's it's a bigger thing than you know that you're not like you're leaving me and my yeah. life is not the same now and you're going to go to a different country and you know like right. that you're that's a codependency. That's yeah. a soul tie. Yeah. And we know you can get soul ties sexually by being connected to somebody but you get them with your family and they're important but if you don't know where stephanie stops and maddie starts then it it needs to be cut a little bit well you said it some years ago too on your t-shirt yeah we i've never forgotten that don't compare don't don't compete compete. celebrate yeah celebrate others celebrate them going celebrate them doing the thing rather than i wish i could do that or why are they leaving me no Do it. It it liberates you. Yeah. Let's pause a second. If you are enjoying The Real Deal with Rachel Inouye, subscribe, rate, and review it. I appreciate your support. All right. Back to The Real Deal. Well, I I feel like before we started, God was telling me something that I want to tell both of you, and that is, I think you've already done this with your children, where wherever you start... Uh, that's kind of your your um, ceiling is now their floor. Yes. You know, you've heard that yeah. kind of thing. But I think you guys are powerful to do that with other people beyond your own kids. They can be younger than you. They can be peers. But just continue. That's what I just want to bless you. Continue to give away what you've got. Mm-hmm. Because freely we receive, now we freely give. Mm-hmm. Like just the more you give away in the kingdom, I believe, the more God pours back into you anyway. Mm-hmm. So I believe in impartation. Sometimes there's laying on of hands where you have a Paul imparting to Timothy so Timothy can go find his Timothy kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But just keep doing that because you've done it so well with your kids. Mm-hmm. We're seeing it. But just know whatever I have... I want to impart it to you. Now go. And, mm. and almost continue to replicate the Brian and Stephanie 
it's not that you'll turn they'll turn into clones of you that's mm. not what i'm saying but they go away richer for having been invested in mm. it's similar to if it were in the money money world or somebody could invest in somebody's company or yeah. startup capital. Think of it as spiritual startup capital in people's lives. You guys have so much to give away. Mm-hmm. And so, like, I just see you replicating and multiplying people mm-hmm. because you've been places, gone places, served in communities, lived in different states. You have a lot to give away. Mm-hmm. So Thank I just, you. I yeah. really, really want for you guys to feel that, have the freedom to do it. They're mm-hmm. not your kids. They may not have the Vaughn name. Mm-hmm. Just continue to do it. I think mm-hmm. that God has a lot of seed in you. Mm-hmm. Thank you. And that's depending on the soil. But you just keep doing your seed because the soil is what counts. I wanted you to read a scripture, and I had one scripture. <clears throat> it, it had to do with that setting apart thing and sending out. So um, I'll see if I can find the one that I marked. Uh-huh. I might be, I maybe won't. Oh, yes, I put it on the top. You go ahead and read yours, Stephanie, while I'll try to find. And this is relating to sending them off. Is that right? Oh, yeah. yeah, Paul. Paul with the um, Ephesians, yeah, the believers, and kind of giving his farewell address to them. And it's difficult to yeah. send off or be whichever way, to be left behind yeah. or to also go. There's yeah. both and. Yeah. So Acts 20, 36, uh, and when he had said these things, he knelt down and prayed with them all. And there was much weeping on the part of all. They embraced Paul and kissed him being sorrowful most of all because of the word he had spoken that they would not see his face again. Yeah. And then they accompanied him to the ship. So it's kind of that unknown. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I may see you again, but I may not. So mm-hmm. this is a strong moment mm-hmm. and to honor that moment. So this is from Acts 13. I might not get all the names right, but this is when the church is mixed between Jew and Gentiles. Now there were in the church of Antioch prophets and teachers, Barnabas, Simeon and one called Niger, Lucius of Cyrene, Manaman, a longtime friend of Herod the Tetrarch, and Saul. While they were worshiping the Lord and fasting, the Holy Spirit said, Set apart for me, Barnabas and Saul, for the work to which I have called them. After fasting and praying, they laid their hands on them and they sent them off. So to me, that seems like it's not very complicated. You have certain people that were among you, mm-hmm. and now they need to leave from you. And so you worship God together. You pray over them and send, and them. send them off. Mm-hmm. So it's not complicated, but it doesn't mean it's not without the challenge of missing somebody yeah. that you love. Totally what it is. Yeah. There are the kids, our kids, we've told them just recently, and I think I said it in here, you know, there are, they've become our best, yes. our best friends. I mean, they yep. just have. Yeah. And we that's know the that parenting that's, goal. Right, right, exactly. And we know, and we would hope that for anyone, mm-hmm. you know, that your mm-hmm. kids become that as they're, as they're adults. And so the, the, the tears are just the, it's like you guys moving away. Yep. You're but, like, I won't see you. And... Right, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Won't be part of that rhythm. The, one thing I, I was thinking too is a lot of people in our shoes who have married kids and with grandkids, I just want to encourage grandparents to not idolize your grandchildren. Mm-hmm. Love your grandchildren. Yes. And pour into them, but don't idolize them. Ch- just challenge, challenging everyone to, to kind of give that some thought because, um, because you don't know, first of all, if, if you yeah. have to let them go. But also, I think that's really easy to do is to, yes. to have everything centered around the grandkids and 
I don't know that that's healthy. It puts a lot of pressure on them. Yeah. I, I don't know if it was James McDonald. Some, but some preacher, I mean, I listened to lots of things where he said, you know, we think, oh, I want to love them so much. I want to do whatever. puts a lot of pressure on them because now they know their world is revolving around me. Mm-hmm. And if I don't do something they like or do something, that, it's too much pressure. Yeah. And sometimes people are like, I'll be happy when I get married. I'll be happy when I have children. I'll yeah. be happy when I have grandchildren. If that's what completes you, that's putting too much pressure on that object. Yes. yes. The cost of following Jesus mm-hmm. is great. And, and we don't often understand it, I think, until all of a sudden it, it doesn't just cost us, oh, an extra 10 minutes here of a conversation mm-hmm. with somebody that might be a little bit awkward. But it interrupts our traditions. Yeah. It interrupts the rhythms of our lives that we've had for 25 years. What We've always done this. Yeah, I know. We're not going to do that anymore. Yep. It's going to be different in the next year or so. From from now on, mm-hmm. it's different. Mm-hmm. That's part of the cost. And we even idolize the traditions. We yeah, idolize yeah. our rhythms. This yep. is the way we've always done it. Not anymore. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Those are sacred cows. We can have them in the church system, right? Mm-hmm. Like, well, we've always had a choir. We've always had handbells. We've always had... But we could be... We've always had Christmas at this house some mm-hmm. people it's the house they can't move from the house right. uh, we've always had mm-hmm. these people over why are those those people not coming right mm-hmm. and it's a disruption yeah i think god's disrupting the earth and he's disrupting everything that can shake is going to be shaken mm-hmm. so that what remains is foundational mm-hmm. and really rock mm-hmm. but that's a good word brian because it's not that it's not that you can't have traditions right, right. but what part are they being played in your life yes. new traditions man there are new things that are coming. Mm-hmm. Like selfishly, mm-hmm. okay, okay, we're 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 sad. And our kids, they're leaving. Yeah. Selfishly, I'm excited because I want to go visit them. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's true. Yeah, that's there, there's a new the tradition. There's, there's a new yeah. rhythm. Yeah. And to have our other kids get a chance to go see them. You know what yeah. I mean? Or or when they come home, that'll yeah. be a new thing. But again, not everything revolves around just those two kids right. who are on the mission field. Right. Yeah. Because you got two other kids and yeah. their families. That are on the mission field. Amen. They're just across the street. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's a good word. Because that can happen to somebody who has like a chronically ill child. Mm-hmm. That's the focus. And what about the other three that are in the, under the roof? Yeah, like right. they can feel like they've been abandoned in yeah. a sense. Mm-hmm. Or the parents don't really recognize and see them. And that's a cry of our heart is to belong and be seen and known. Right? Yeah. So, yeah. I, I know you guys will do great with the... You know, the families that are still present. Mm-hmm. But that is a good word for mm-hmm. you to just be paying attention. Jake and Kate and yeah. Ethan and yeah. Becca for sure. Yeah. I don't think you won't. No. But I'm just oh, saying that's a good gracious. word for anybody Yeah, to hear that. Yeah, We talked about it in the, in the last couple of weeks, though, too. There were conversations of, um, you know, I, I know there's a lot of attention right now, you know, being given in these last few weeks, you know, to these couples. Yeah. Because they're heading out, you know. It, it does not lessen no. our love or interest yeah. right. in, in you, you guys, mm-hmm. you know. And and I think by God's grace, I I, I think everybody understands, you yeah. know. Now it's it is almost a, a relief to have them have them go the other day. Yeah, I think for them too. Let's get on. Let's yeah. move on with our lives, you know, because yeah. it's just like almost like the anticipation of having yeah. a baby. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, the it's last couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. Ah, now we can move on, <laughs> yeah. you yeah. know. Yeah. What was that line? It, I wonder if you have your phone there, but I think we wrote it down. I wrote it in your note, our notes when we were driving. Better to have a kid following the Lord. Oh, it was like a really good word from the Lord, and that I think He gave you. But I. Oh, here we go. Here we go. What's harder, following Jesus and watching your children who are not following Jesus destroy their lives because they're not following Jesus, 
or being a follower of Jesus and watching your children who are followers of Jesus follow Jesus Mm -hmm. and leave and manage the sadness of them leaving to follow Jesus. I'd rather manage the sadness of saying goodbye exactly than the sadness of, you know, pain and stuff on the other side of the equation, you know? Exactly. Yeah, which is a good word. We know that there's probably people listening here who have that pain, different pain. I think it's in one of the Johns, first, second, or third John, where it says, there's no greater joy than to know that your children are walking with the Lord. Mm. And it doesn't just mean biological. I don't think he's meaning that. I think he's saying, like, you have this church and know that those that are your offspring, so yeah. to speak, are walking Spiritual. with the Lord. There is no greater joy mm-hmm. yeah. because there's also no greater pain right. than to know that somebody's off the rails yeah. and it hurts. And every day you think about it and every day you're wondering, I'm not a savior. I can't have a Messiah complex. Mm-hmm. I can't fix them. That's a painful point yeah. mm-hmm. and it's a joyful point to know that they're doing what God's called them to do. Mm-hmm. And that's a good good word. I, I would not want to be misunderstood to say that, well, you know, our kids are following Jesus and they've got it all together. No, There's, I love the way it said it, both. There are others that are struggling and yep. just just grinding in life yep. because of some of the other issues. But I, I just remember a couple months ago, a good friend of mine, we, we talk every Friday. We try to talk every Friday. He's down in Nashville and he, out of the blue, he goes, he asked me the question, Brian, what's hard for you right now? And I'm like, oh, that's a great question. Yeah. And the first two things that came to my mind were, okay, Caring for my parents from a distance yeah. and managing that dance with my siblings, whom I love, and we're yeah. all doing that well Trying together. Trying to figure it out. By God's grace. The other was, keep my kids. Keep them. Mm-hmm. I mean, it seems it seems that they're all doing well, but I don't know. Mm-hmm. We don't know, so God, keep them. Yeah. Keep them. Keep them in their marriages. Keep them walking with you. Keep them in their marriages, their relationship with their in-laws and their you know, siblings with each other. Keep them, Lord. Keep them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's hard. Yeah, just help help us with that. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. whether they're overseas or here in town, or yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So so good. Mm-hmm. Well, I I saw the pictures as you were FaceTiming because you already said your goodbyes <coughs> to Drake and Maddie. <coughs> Sorry, yeah, that's four, a We left them in Minnesota <laughs> and came down here, and they had four more days left yeah. back in Minnesota. Yeah. So then I, I watched as you guys were FaceTiming, and I wanted you to have your own time, but I was coming in from the pool, and I was going toward the kitchen, and I almost wish I could have filmed it, mm-hmm. because you should have seen your faces looking at them. It was so cute. It was the delight of looking at the screen, like, oh, I love you so much, uh-huh. and, and even to your other kids that were watching, and then there was, of course, the, oh, here they walk away, and it was all sorts of facial expressions. Mm-hmm. It was really neat to watch, mm-hmm. and then, you know, Stephanie, you saddled up right beside Brian, and you're both looking at the camera, and it was just a <laughs> A really neat picture mm. to watch mm. to watch you guys like you've already released them like you said when you were home but it was beautiful it was really really mm. beautiful yeah. well I, we bless them we bless you know anybody on a mission field we bless those of our kids that are doing what god's called them That's to do it. wherever the zip code mm-hmm. wherever the longitudinal latitude and longitudinal marks are yes. can i just interject yeah a little side note about missionaries yes. and a challenge to anybody who's yeah. who maybe who knows somebody or is praying for somebody. Our daughter said she well, something she's learned mm. since they've been on the field for now for three years in incredibly difficult part of yes. the world. Um, that that oftentimes missionaries get pedestalized, mm. like oh wow, yeah. what you're doing is so yeah. amazing, and then they're afraid. After they've had an incredibly difficult time, it's hard to come home and be really uh, like it's safe to come home and say, 
this was horrible. Yeah. It was a horrible yeah. experience. It was hard. It was lonely. It was isolated. So to, to, not, to not just assume that missionaries are living the glamorous life, and then yet, you know, not living in... Some of them are living in shacks. Mm-hmm. But, to, but to really be mindful and prayerful of, of the missionaries so, that you are loving from afar and praying for, uh, supporting financially, to, to, yeah, to really pray for them that the Lord meets them in their Loneliness. place of need. Yes. And to maybe ask, to think to ask your supported missionary, whether they're a family member or a friend or a church yeah. member, you know, to maybe ask them when they're home. That was a big thing for them too, yeah. is, is people not knowing how to genuinely care sure. and listen to their experience and encourage. So... Yeah, that was a that was a wake up call for us, mm-hmm. you know, too, to to actually have someone in our life that can say, you know, it yeah. was really hard. Yep. And no one really knows how to ask the questions and then sit and listen for mm-hmm. the answers mm-hmm. and be encouraging, you know. So anyway, I, I would think maybe in East Africa, their experience was different timing, and then to come home and have people be like on this treadmill, or the, they could ask the question, but they don't really want to listen to Maddie process. Do you yes. know what I'm saying? Instead of like over there, I don't know for sure, but like if they asked what's hard for you, they might have time yes. to actually sit yeah. and listen mm-hmm. to you for a bit. Mm-hmm. So, or say, to be able to say, what was it like? Yeah. Or was you it know? hard? Or what mm-hmm. was... Yeah. Yeah. Right. I really loved that Maddie put out an Instagram page and posted on her stories things that it that a support letter can't show you. Yes. A support letter is going to be the high points of we went here, we connected here, we met with team members here, we see this person come to Christ or we're still praying for what. Yeah. Which is fine. Yeah. I like those kinds of support letters. But it was like I'm growing McHale. Right. The girls are looking at bugs. Today right. there were baboons in the road. <laughs> and it made me have more of appreciation for how much dirt she was just around. Like I know, I was like, I, I would want to click through the story like, I don't want to look at any more dirt. But then I was like, if I don't want to look at any more dirt, this is her life. Right. So Rachel, you're going to look through, like this was long mm-hmm. and arduous and hot. <laughs> and right. sometimes the fruit, that this is coming to me right now too, Another another piece of the other side of being a supporting yes. a supporter, a financial supporter, especially yeah. to missionaries is, I, I don't know about people listening, but I know a lot in our world is numbers and yes. success and fruit and how many people yeah. have, you know, made Cranked a declaration for Christ. And, and sometimes it can take years. years. And that's another thing that I think um, to be sensitive to with missionaries to, to know that don't stop supporting them financially right. if they don't have any numbers, you know, if they haven't seen any, like, fruit in what we would consider fruit, yep. where the seed is taking mm-hmm. root in that hard dirt mm-hmm. and taking a long time, you know, so to know that it's a, it is a marathon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's not a sprint in that, that's such a good in word. that world. Mm-hmm. So keep supporting. It keeps supporting and, <laughs> and that doesn't mean it won't happen. Right. Yeah. yeah. It's a timing. It thing. can be both and. Mm-hmm. Sowing and watering mm-hmm. and yeah. reaping, mm-hmm. whatever part God calls us to at that moment. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Well, in some ways, this is kind of like a parenting topic as well, not just parenting kids that are going off into the field. But do you have anything else that's burning in your heart for, I don't know, a listener? I think the, the, I think it's the cost of following Jesus. Mm-hmm. When we say, I'm crucified with Christ, it's no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me. Death to self, 
and death mm-hmm. to my life, it's a challenge. Yeah. yeah. And um, we were just talking about this a couple of weeks ago, that when I say death to self and dying to self, then when I follow Christ, the things of this world should be less and less interesting to me. And the more I follow Christ, how interesting that the world is less and less interested in me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know yeah, I mean? and, yep. and to be okay with yep. that, be mm-hmm. okay with your kids not not seeking to be on a bigger yeah, pedestal. Yeah, yeah. And, and for us to say, look at them. Yeah. They're a, yeah, look at them. Mm-hmm. They're only known by seven people over in East mm-hmm, Africa because mm-hmm. they're like one of 30 followers yep. in a town of 1.1 million. Yep. And yeah, the cost of following Jesus is costly. It is costly. Mm-hmm. And, and we've heard the phrase before, it's really simple, but it ain't easy. Right, mm-hmm. right, right. Yeah. It's so good to think that if I no longer live but Christ lives in me, then the, the self that I died to does not have to crank out the works or do the thing, though, because it's the Christ in me. So it's actually both a very dying to self but alive to Christ. It's kind of like a wow. And so he does that in me. Mm-hmm. That's a neat thought that I don't have to crank that out now. Mm-hmm. I don't have to do it because I'm dead. I don't know about you, but I can't give chores to a dead person. They're not going to do anything. You know, right. they're dead. So I'm dead, so I don't have to do that in my flesh. It's the Christ in me that will go on that mission field. The Christ in me that will make disciples of many nations. The Christ in me that will be attractive to somebody or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. So that's a, that's a good, that's a Galatians passage. I'm pretty sure. But mm-hmm. how about you, Steph? Anything? There's just, there's not a formula. So I'm Amen. thinking about a Amen. word to parents. So if there's young parents listening, there's not a, Oh, if you just have them read these verses and yes. have them do their daily disciplines, spiritual disciplines, then they will, uh, there's not a formula Mm-mm. and to model, Mm-mm. to model a devotion to Christ to model a crucified life, which I we I'm not sure, you know. Still sometimes we out. did it well, and sometimes we didn't, yep. you know. But to to not think there's not a formula, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. there's not a magic um, devotional that's gonna have your kids on a trajectory to following the Lord. Mm-hmm. Pray for them, mm-hmm. and to and listen to them, mm-hmm. and get into their hearts instead of just behavioral modification. And some kids, give, oh, sorry, no, that's it. And I think some, and we've seen it now in our own ministry path. Now we're seeing it with our with our kids, with our youngest son who who is on the ministry staff at our church, where he he ministers to you know a few hundred students yeah. every Wednesday night. Some are called to a broad ministry to mm-hmm. a lot of people at one time, mm-hmm. like like we did for many years, mm-hmm. and then then there are seasons like. Like we're yep. in right now, it's it's one on one, and and there's there's a richness in that yep. too, man. Yep. That our kids, as as we release them and they follow their own path into ministry, it could be to the big group or it could just be to sure. the one as well. Yeah, sure, yeah. Mm-hmm. And both are from God. Both are we're called to do both, mm-hmm. you know. And it may be seasonal. Maybe it's only mm-hmm. big for a while. Maybe it's only small for a while. Yeah, you know. And there's not. Yeah, that's so good. Well, I would love for you guys to pray for. You can pray for your own kids and ministry or missionaries, field workers, whatever you want. to. I want to just pray for you at the end, and I'm going to close with the prayer that my dad prayed, if that's hmm. a good way to do it. Is that okay? 
Mm-hmm. Sure. Either or both or whatever you guys want to do. Alter. It doesn't okay. have to be no, okay. yeah. whatever. Okay. Thank you, Although we do see that the fields are ripe mm. for harvest. And they have been for centuries. And there is a shortage of workers. And we know, God, that you have called each one of us in our lives to work in the field. And, and we ask you to help us in that. Mm. And we ask you, God, to help our kids and to release them into those fields, to watch them work them. And we pray, God, that you would equip them in their own way, God, whether they're in the marketplace, whether they're in local church work, whether they're overseas, that you would equip them, God, and, and give them a vision to make an impact wherever they are. And anoint them as only you can do, mm-hmm. as only you can do, mm-hmm. and equip them for that ministry in that moment. Mm-hmm. So we pray it in your name, King Jesus. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Lord, I have my the Bible open right here and just um, rewinding a, a few verses from what we read earlier in Acts. But I do not account my life of any value, nor as precious to myself. If only I may finish my course and the ministry that I receive from the Lord Jesus to testify to the gospel of the grace of God. And then for I did not shrink back from declaring to you the whole counsel of God. Mm. And so, Lord, I thank you. I thank you that this is not a call that you put on just people going overseas. But Mm. I thank you that we get to be witness to our kids and others that, that do that, Lord. But may we all have that mindset that Paul did. That we don't account our life of any value Amen. more precious than other than finishing the course in the ministry that you have given to us individually yeah. in whatever it is that we're doing that we would testify to the gospel of the grace of God to yes. people that are around us, whether big or small, in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. And Lord, I just thank you for Brian and Stephanie. I thank you for who they are and, and the kids that they have, Lord, the way that they have trained their kids and watched them grow and they just become who they are, God, in the kingdom because they're all individuals, and I'm so grateful. I just pray that you'd be with them as they navigate this next season of a change in their family makeup and a change in their family rhythms. And as Curtis and Abby go, Lord, we bless them as they're sent out as well. And I just thank you, Lord, that you abhor a vacuum. And anything where we feel there's a hole, you will fill it. You will fill it with purpose. You Mm -hmm. will fill it with people. You will fill it with encounters with you. You are going to do that. And so I thank you that in this loss, they are not left alone. You are the one that's acquainted with grief. You know when somebody is hurting, you're the God of all comfort. And so I pray for that, Lord. And I pray for a stirring. I just ask for a stirring in their hearts, Lord, that you would stir them onto new things, Mm -hmm. Father. Whatever that is in your kingdom, God. Mm -hmm. If it's something that's just exactly the habits that they say they have, Lord, then I bless it. If it's something new or a change, God, I bless it in Jesus' name. Mm -hmm. And I thank you for this power couple, Lord. I thank you that you have put them together and they are better together than they are alone. Mm -hmm. And I pray you'd um, enrich their marriage, enrich their time when they're just with you, Lord, and I thank you for them. Mm -hmm. And I just want to pray over them and over their kids, Lord, from Ephesians. For this reason, I bow my knee before the Father, Mm -hmm. from whom every family in heaven and earth is named, that according to the riches of his glory, he may grant you, Brian and Stephanie, to be strengthened with power through his spirit in your inner being, Mm -hmm. so that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith, that you, Brian and Stephanie, being rooted and grounded in love, may have strength to comprehend with all of the saints what is the breadth and the length and the height and the depth and to know the love of Christ that surpasses knowledge, Mm -hmm. that you may be filled 
with all the fullness of God. You will lack nothing, that you may be filled with all the fullness of God. Now to him who is able to do far more abundantly than all we could ask or think according to the power that is at work within you, Brian, and within you, Stephanie, to him be the glory in the church and in Christ Jesus through all generations forever and ever. Amen. 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 And as my dad would pray, God, we ask for all the people listening, we ask that you would help us to be the best we can be. And we'll thank you in Christ's name. Amen. 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 Well, you guys are going to miss your pals, your friends, your besties, as they are your children. Because every time I read that prayer, I hear my dad's voice. Mm. It gets that. It's, yeah. it's a blessing to read it. But it's because it's like, oh, he's not here, but he's here. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like I feel him. Yeah. And in the spirit, I would say, you guys will be able to love Maddie and love Drake and I believe they feel it. Like we're so connected that the spirit can go. You know, yeah. that's a whole different subject. But I am not kidding. There is something that it it says that Paul could pray and he'd say, I, um, "I'm not going to be with you at that prayer meeting tonight, but I'm with you in the spirit." Yeah. And I heard a pastor. Mm-hmm. It might have been in Minnesota, to be honest. Yeah. I don't get that. That's the stupidest thing I ever heard. Because if you're not at that meeting, you're not there. I disagree. The scripture says, I couldn't be with you at that meeting, but I'm there with you in spirit. And when you can't get on a plane to go to Dubai, you can pray and your spirit can encourage Maddie and she will feel it. I'm convinced. And if you don't even know what they're feeling, but God wakes you, you're like, God, I pray that Drake is encouraged right now. And I'm telling you, I think the spirit will give you intel that's different than just texting them. And I bless you to do that with anybody, yeah. but that I believe that's truth. Mm, that's that's really truth. Good. Like I did that with Grace. I love bomb you right now. Mm. I am love bombing you. Now. <laughs> hold on, I wasn't gonna produce a fruit, <laughs> but I mean, I was like, I feel it now mm. in my spirit. I'm asking my spirit because Verizon Wireless couldn't be my carrier. I had no way to connect. Mm. That didn't stop me because yeah. the spirit. Yeah. You know, so I bless you with that. Mm-hmm. I have to say this on a side note. Yeah. I don't know if this is going to end up in the recording, but when we we all go to the cabin, our families yeah, yeah, have yeah. an annual oh, cabin Curtis. trip. <laughs> and this uh, this past summer, we were um, all together in the Sandvigs home next door. If yeah. Gregory Lynn, if you happen to be listening to this, your home was used for great ministry. Curtis and wanted to find the Bible. <laughs> Curtis Curtis was leading. Our son was um, helping lead some worship time and. He needed a Bible yeah. to read some scripture. And so Rachel had her Bible nearby. <laughs> and he was like, she I can't had make so much written in her Bible that he couldn't he couldn't read the, read the passage that he was looking, whatever it was. This is a well, look at this, yeah, look at well, this, a well-worn Bible. So anyway, it's just really yeah. fun. Well, fun I memory. do have others. <laughs> thank you, guys. I really appreciate you. I'm serious. Giving your time when we're on vacation, I mean it. it so fun. thank you. Oh, it was great. Very, it's always good much. to process, too. So. No, and I wanted to hear. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, right. Ryan needed to shut this off. I wanted to hear. You've been listening to The Real Deal with me, Rachel Inouye, helping people celebrate their significance and the genius of God in them. Audio engineering by my husband, Michael Inouye. Thanks, babe. Theme music by Andrew Grace. <laughs>